Welcome to the Smarticle Podcast, where we take a good article and make it gooder. We're going to be talking about driving today, and I know Brandon is already freaking out and thought about the 12 people he cut off yesterday. So, to give him and you a moment to find yourself, we're going to give you five seconds of silence, brought to you by the Smarticle Podcast. All right, before we get to the headline, Brandon, uh, I'm going to do this on your behalf. We didn't talk to the pre-production meeting. Brandon has a fans-only site going on. So if you want to go to, <laughs> it's called Brandon, go to www.brandonwilldanceforyou.com. Only fan site, brandonwilldanceforyou.com. You go there, you pay him like five to 10 bucks. He does a little dance for you. It's, Brandon gets a little extra money. It's just a chance, it's a chance for, you know, you only fans, Brandon, you make a little extra money. So, and all out of curiosity, Larry, this has absolutely nothing to do with what we're talking about today. Which did you like think about that? You're like, hey, this is going to be really funny to talk about Brandon's only fan page. If people are big friend, fans of yours, I want to give them and you a chance to connect. And so, someone gives you five bucks, you little dance, and everybody's everybody goes up happy. Sure, sure. That sounds like a great idea. Absolutely. Let's do that. All right, here's the headline. Why, I'm glad you're making yourself chuckle there, <laughs> chuckles. Why are American drivers so deadly after decades of declining fatality rates? Dangerous driving is back. This is nice. in the New York Times via Matthew Sherrar, the uh, OnlyFans woke amagometer. Please, Brad. Again, this is one of these weird opinion pieces. I don't. It did, I didn't get any sense that there was like, a bias on this. I mean, the whole point we do the Mocha meter, obviously, is the bias. Okay. I I think that Matthew Shear is probably more woke, that looked at his profile more woke than MAGA, but not crazy. And uh, this article is pretty much straight down. Doesn't really give a lot of opinion. Perhaps you've sensed the growing dangers, the American road, and the frequency of wrecks you spot on your daily commute. Perhaps you've felt it in the blood pressure raising presence of that truck that veers across three lanes of traffic and attaches itself to your rear bumper. According to the report titled Stress in America, just 34% of American adults have confidence in the direction of our country, while a third of respondents said they had too much anxiety in their lives to think about the future. Quote from someone in this article, all of those emotions, they have to go somewhere. If I was set out to create a situation that would make the most people act badly and angrily, I couldn't come up with anything better than driving. Every element that provokes an anger response is there. Drivers, this is the second part of this, which I like. Drivers will often adjust the scale of their response based on the offending vehicle or the appearance of the person inside. A minivan gets a pass for cutting us off, but let's just say it's a big truck and you're progressive. You might think, I bet that guy's a conservative a-hole. All right. You have talked a lot about on this show how you get angry when you drive. There is a... They, they somewhat attach it to COVID and the pandemic, but d- people are driving angry on the roads in increasing numbers. Mm-hmm. Mainly you. <laughs> uh, my, my anger comes from my own general impatience in life. I don't think it really has anything to do with COVID. I was impatient before I got here. I think living in a city with lots of traffic created that. I think my general wiring has created that. I try to be calm when I drive now. I definitely drive slower than I ever used to. But it's really interesting because the article pointed out that there were three times uh, that we have data on where traffic accidents went up. First time yeah. was when cars were introduced in the early 20th century because no one knew how to drive. Thank you for that. Right? Breaking news. Second, 
Second was the 50s when the interstate freeway system came. Freeways. People driving on freeways. And yep. today, and right now, we have the highest, we're looking at the highest fatality and accident rates of, of these car accidents. And I, I think that there's a really super sol- easy solution to it, whether we have the Uh-oh. wherewithal or the money or the, or it. the means that, no, self-driving cars. It's, it'd be very simple, right? Self-drive. I mean, there are self-driving cars that you know they exist, and they have a very low accident rate. We would we'd be done with this immediately. I'm just saying that solutions there. We I don't know if we have the wherewithal to do it or the means to do it, but the solutions there. Perfect. Thank you. You're welcome. Tomorrow, I'm also going to eliminate social media, <laughs> and then we the should. day after, Absolutely, I'm going to start a national uh, volunteer yes. program. Okay. So this is great. Hey, hey, wait, wait a second. Wait a second. Now, seriously. <laughs> The volunteer program, social media, great ideas, probably. But self-driving cars are going to happen, right? Yes. Okay. But it is going to be a very... Listen, yes. is there a more woke, progressive city than the one I live in? No. They are up in arms over these self-driving yeah. cars. The, 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 the terrorists in my city, if they just put a cone on the hood, right. they figured out they can disable these cars. Yeah. As you know... <laughs> Self-driving cars are way more self than half the people in the outer mission. Yeah, I kind of wonder if that's actually not fairly typical. I think that that I don't know if people that are in the country or or like in a in a in the suburban areas would be like, hey, I could just sit in my car and watch a movie. I, I think lazy people like me would love that. So I think Thank you for taking us to Tangentville. Appreciate <laughs> that. You went on an autonomous drive to Tangentville. Thank you. Back to the okay. Uh, All right, we'll get back to the article. Here's the point: we're more angry, and we're getting in cars, and that's where our anger is going. Yeah. Here it is for me. Here is what it is for me. So often I'm in a car, and I just want to hold up a giant sign to the car next to me and just say, "Just drive." As you know, mm-hmm. the reason it's going up is because people are on their phone. Mm-hmm. Got it. But they're also like my wife. She's combing our daughter's hair. She's drinking her coffee. <laughs> She's singing karaoke. She's playing like we just we're our brains are like we got a yeah. multitask. We, I just want to tell people, just drive. That's it. Get to your spot and then do something. Yeah, you know, it's funny. I, I think it's it's interesting. Two points. Number one is I think forever, I think a lot of people say, Oh, California drivers, freeways, traffic, it's it's really fast and aggressive. I've found that just wherever you are in this country, people are aggressive. Kentucky, worst drivers I've ever seen. Yeah. They would pull up to a stop sign, but it looked like they weren't going to stop. They like roll through it. I'm like, ah. And I would ask people, and I think that's part of how they learn to drive. I just think that's a, a, a cultural expectation in Kentucky. North Carolina, everybody tailgates. Unbelievable. Most dangerous thing on the road is tailgating. Everyone does it. Talk to anybody that's moved to North Carolina. They'll be like, yeah, it's so weird. Everyone tailgates. So I think that there are aggressive drivers everywhere is my point to that. I wasn't talking about aggressive drivers. No, no. I totally agree with what you're saying about people not paying attention. My dad always said to me when he taught me to drive, he's like, son, think about every single person on the road as an aggressive person who's trying to hit you. Think about them and you'll pay attention to everything around you. So when I'm driving, I constantly have one eye on the front and one eye on the rearview mirror because I want to know where everyone around me is. And what they're doing. And it takes work. You can't That's... be combing your daughter's hair and playing, you know, trivia and listening to whatever. You have to pay attention. I just taught my 16-year-old daughter to drive. She got her license. Oh. And the reason I said the number one reason you're not on your phone while you're driving is because everyone else is 
and you're protecting yourself. Right. Everybody else is distracted in this world. And you that's why you cannot be. What now I know you've used your wife as a as a foil for many, many things on this show. But you use her as sort of the the example of the every person in American society. Have you ever asked her why she does that and asked her to stop because of the danger? Well, here's the thing. In our society, in American culture, I don't know if it's everywhere. If you, I've recently, I try to do this. I've recently, in the last two years, I've tried to do this. If you just leave more time in your drive, let's just say it takes yeah. 15 minutes to pick up your kid and you leave three minutes earlier. Right. You don't waste the 15 minutes of the drive being stressed out that you're going to be there on time. You actually enjoy the drive and let an old lady cross the street. You don't go around her if you just leave a little more time. But we don't in America. We want to jam it all in while we're doing our email in the drive, and it makes for a horrible ex uh, experience. Yeah, 95% of the time I disagree with you, Lawrence, on most things. You're kind of a knucklehead, and you say stupid things a lot. But that's the wisest, oh. that's the wisest thing you've ever said because it's spot on true. I know that when I am not rushed to get anywhere, and I've got plenty of time, I'm a better driver. And I, I, I would bet you everyone is a better driver when they're not. Who's rushed. that? No, no, no. But what I, what I mean is, I don't think people actually think about that. I think you've actually thought about it. My point is, most people are like, oh, if I left 15 minutes earlier, I'd be a safer driver. They're just thinking, you know, I've got these other things to do, and I, oh, I've got to be there in 15 minutes, and I got to go. You know what I mean? I don't think anybody. I think very few people actually take time to really think about what you just said. That's my point. It's, and I think it takes a conscious decision on the point of people to say, hey, you know what? I'm going to have to carve out some extra time because I want to be a safe driver. I just don't think people think like that. You know, and it is 15 minutes, so it's 15 minutes to your kid's school to 15 minutes. In fact, mm -hmm. that's 30 minutes. Right. If you leave three minutes more, that's let's just say that's 30 minutes of an enjoyable drive Yeah. as opposed to a panic rushed. By the way, in 30 minutes, you can listen to a podcast. You can listen to a song. Oh, you can, you can listen to the Smarticle podcast. I'm just saying, instead of making it miserable. By the way, this is the, la the other part about this. I think when we're on the roads, we're all taking things personal. When someone cuts you off, when someone's a J-hole, yeah. all of that stuff. For some reason, we're like, that guy did it on purpose. When they didn't necessarily do it on purpose. We're all just driving horrible out there. No, Nobody's. I don't know. I don't think I don't cut people off on purpose. I cut people off, but I don't cut people on purpose. Yeah, but I think there are definitely people that do cut people off on purpose. And, you know, I, I've, I've said this before on the show and and you're like, Ugh. but, you know, when people drive it, it because you've got this metal bubble around you, it's like it allows you to be a, an a-hole because they can't you can't. I mean, you're walking down the street, you're not going to. You're most likely not going to be a dick to somebody because you're literally you are, in front but everybody, but the normal. You know what I'm talking about. When you see someone, you know you're probably not going to necessarily cut whatever, however way you want to engage in that. You're not going to be like, hey, you're not going to walk down the street and flip the bird to somebody a unless you're ready to fight, right? Unless you're just a loser, <laughs> right? But Duke's people up. people flip each other off all the time in cars, and I think to myself, in a million years, that person would never flip me off if we were actually face to face. That would not happen. But in the well, car, you're the exception. Most people want to flip you off. You're the exception. <laughs> yeah, but I, that's my point is that I don't think, I think that the car creates that bullying mentality is what I think. So this is the last thing. I often, I live in San Francisco, drive to Southern California a lot. We have to take the I-5, which is mostly a two-lane road. When I was learning how to drive, my dad 
always told me you drive in the right lane, you pass on the left, you get back to the right. We drive on the I-5 a lot. The left lane has now become the slow day, slow lane. Awful. Most people think, and so I always pass these people on the right and I say a quick prayer and I go like, it is so sad that this jackass in a minivan in the fast lane that's going 60 miles an hour didn't have a dad. He didn't have a dad to tell him, you don't drive 63 miles an hour in the left lane. You drive on the left, right, you pass on the left and get back. And I'm so sad that everybody on the I-5 lost their dad and didn't have him around to teach him that lesson. They've done a ton of research on slow drivers in the fast lane, and they're almost as dangerous as reckless drivers. Yeah, Because they create... Because we're all going to the right. Yeah, exactly. And they create all this thing. And, and you know, probably the answer to that is that CHP or Stadies, wherever, just need to give those people tickets for going too slow. No, 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 no. You're so wrong. It's Why? called um, condoms. We need these people that don't have dads <laughs> <laughs> they're driving okay 61 great miles. larry Honestly, you uh, you think that uh, deception uh, yeah bro IUD. you think that there's not going to be get, get rid of social media you're gonna hey we're just gonna we're gonna basically use condoms to get rid of those people could you have given a stupid there's response no, these people that are driving 62 miles give an them hour a ticket left, like, never, didn't have give a them a 500 ticket they won't do they it didn't have a dad. they didn't have dads give them a 500 ticket because most dads tell their children that when they teach them to drive don't drive 58 miles an hour in the left lane. I don't disagree with you, but I think give him a ticket. It's probably Condoms, a Brandon. better solution than a con. Larry, I'd like Condom. to thank you today for teaching us all how to solve the traffic problem by using condoms.